out there, everybody out there in podcast radio land throughout the universe. This is the Backwards Fools coming to you again, even though we had a brief little respite there here for a couple different things. And the Fools Force at the base of Ignor Ridge in Viking Valley. With you, as always, is the original Fool and Papa Fool. Come talk to y'all and pontificate upon all different sorts of things this week. Try to cover the stuff we were here the last time we were able to talk to y'all and see how much things have kind of changed and adjusted and everything else kind of in between and what's been basically going on give you some uh fixings and some other different things to hopefully get you through your week or weekend or whatever it is whenever you're listening to this and what's been basically happening so we wanted to kind of look at what's been going on in the nfl the last week and a half or so since we've been talking and go through just a couple things real quick then as always the topic of conversation is what's going on with the ncaa college football playoff and then also inside of that there's also some things that are happening behind the scenes that people aren't paying attention to uh and then we'll try to give you our fixings for the week to try to figure out how you can make a little bit of extra money and everything else kind of going so again the last time we talked to y'all we had a couple different things where we looked at uh, where the original full here went three and three, and Papa Full also went three and three uh, overall with our overall pick. So we're batting 500. But again, oh, we're 500 or better. So if you're doing baseball <laughs> averages, we're still way above the par with everything else kind of going in between as far as all that stuff goes. And we can still buy groceries. Still buy groceries, <laughs> do everything else. So I got, I had Denver over Dallas. I had uh, Chicago over Pittsburgh. Chicago didn't win, but didn't lose by enough. And then completely stunk it up with Ohio State, Florida, but got Georgia Tech. The Papa Fool got uh, New England, beating Carolina. Then they also uh, had Arizona uh, getting plus two at San Francisco with a couple different, excuse me, plus 20 uh, against San Francisco and some other different kinds of stuff that happened uh, there. And then Tennessee over Kentucky for his third win of the week going back and forth. So now, Jumping into some other things, guys, going on this week with the NFL, uh, starting just with some AFC, NFC stuff, starting the AFC just because it's alphabetical that way, I guess. Uh, The issue here is trouble in Kansas City, kind of going with this uh, back and forth. Are they in true trouble? And this week, Kansas City plays Dallas. We'll get into that here in a little bit, talking about Dallas on the other side of things. Is Kansas City in trouble? Uh, I don't know if Kansas City can necessarily be in trouble. Do I think – they're going to end up winning the Super Bowl this year and be the contender of the AFC. No. Will they make the playoffs? I definitely think that they'll qualify for the playoffs. So what's your definition of trouble? Are they going to lose every single game from here on out? No. No. no but uh, they're uh, going to be – Mahomes is too good. They are uh, going to be above average this year, but they're not going to be at that next well, level. Well, and, and I think part of, what, part of what you're seeing here is what we've talked about before with, if you know – if you're in the Super Bowl or one of the teams in the Super Bowl, your schedule is going to be extremely tough the next year. Yep. And then you get surprised by even some of the teams that, that aren't supposedly yep. so tough. Uh, and, and I think their defense has let them down uh, a, a little a bit this year. Yeah, more uh, a little, I'd say a lot this year. Yeah, I think that's probably where the biggest disappointment is. Mahomes has not played that badly. Uh, he's got – offensive line has kind of let him down a little bit. But uh, – but here again, this is one of those things that the switch gets flipped and you know, they could go on a run and rip off about five or six straight wins. Yeah, I just don't see them ripping off five or six, maybe two or three in a row. Yeah. I just, like I said, that's the difference, I think, this year and years prior. Now, hey, if you're talking about continual trouble, uh, I think this is a one-off kind of thing. Yeah. I think they'll be fine over yeah. the offseason and they'll be – 
uh, back to their form. If and and then the the bigger picture, not just with them, but the entire NFL this year, injuries. Oh, yeah. What's your injury situation? And that's the next part here we're talking about in the AFC or the Titans for real. You know, at this point, they've got to get one more win to guarantee themselves over 500 with 8-2. and two. They've so far been able to adapt without Derrick Henry and everything else. And then their defense is – Despite what you may believe, their defense is actually statistically one of the top ten, but it also is not healthy yet. No, so. and, and, and it's amazing to me, obviously the focus is on Derrick Henry with his injury, but if you follow the team at all and look at their injury situation, it's unbelievable that they've been as competitive as they have, as oh, yeah. deep as they've had to go. What they've been uh, doing. On both sides of the football. And this is why right now they've mentioned in a couple of different stories, um, is there anybody even close for Coach of the Year besides Mike, you know, Mike Vrabel? Well, again, you still got another seven weeks to go in the season, but right now it's not even a close well, contender for Coach of the Year. And as as their schedule is so favorable to them on the last half. Oh, yeah. They've got, uh, they've got some games that considerably, you know, you got Jacksonville a little bit left and some other things with it, but – yeah, nothing really going down that road as far as And the else. last I heard read yesterday, Henry could be back the first week of June. That's the idea. But the question is, will is will he be healthy rust? Form, yeah, is there rust up there? Up to form as far as that stuff. And then the last one here in the AFC, which centers around something we'll roll into the NFC as well, is are the Browns absolutely gone and done uh, after OBJ and everything else? So, the Browns are what the Browns are. <laughs> the Browns are the Browns. The Browns in many different ways. Baker Mayfield's a lot of people saying he's not doing all this kind of stuff. You know, I'm just going to be perfectly honest. Um, Baker and some of his things and his shortcomings and stuff have basically started to show up in many different ways. Uh, I'm one of those believers in karma and a lot of different stuff. If you don't believe there's not karma for his actions and stuff that he did in college, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and his behavior and stuff, and now he gets into the league, he has a little bit of success, but he's getting absolutely beat to the well, no ends as far as that stuff. And so you have Baker Mayfield where he's playing on literally one arm, one leg, one yeah. ankle, he, and everything he, else. He, and I he's gotta, got upper and lower body injuries on I both gotta sides. Commend, i got to commend him for being able to go out and keep doing it. I'll give him credit on that end. But this is uh, one of those things where are the Browns done? The problem with this is until they get their three running backs back, which – Again, there's your karma aspect of every single one of those guys. A couple of them had some issues with some stuff uh, off the field, and now it's showing up on the field. If they get the running game back, that's fine, but then you also have way too many injuries on the O-line as well. So defensively, they're being average. Offensively, they're injured up the yin-yang. So well, I don't know And I think one of the things you're dealing with, with, with Baker here is the same thing that you're seeing with, uh, you know, the era of the pocket quarterback is going away, but along with that is more you're going to get more and more quarterbacks hurt. And I think Baker tries to be more of a scrambling quarterback than he actually needs to be, it or, needs to be or is capable of being. Oh, yeah. You know, here again, it's the difference from college to the pro. The pro game is so much faster. Yep. People can get to you so much quicker. Yep. And hurts you so much and, more. And hits you violent. so much harder. That, that that's the difference in being able to uh, – well, just ask Johnny Manziel. Yeah, being, I mean, well, being they, able to sustain it for 17 exactly, weeks. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and that's – you know, 
Why has Tom Brady been able to play as long as Tom Brady's been able to play? He's a pocket passer and has always had a good offensive line. He knows how to treat his body infinitely well and when to take that. And that goes into kind of the next thing is uh, one of the things, the pieces that kind of got jettisoned off the sinking ship or whatever you want to call it was OBJ going to the Rams and the Rams are signing Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. and all this stuff. I'm going to be honest with Von Miller, we talked about him already. The OBJ thing, everybody says, well, this was indicative where it wasn't OBJ's fault because now the Browns are still the Browns. I'm just going to be honest. OBJ, what has he done besides his first two or three years in the Giants? He well, had, he's he distraction had one, at this He point. had one one-handed catch that he got on. Yeah. And, and, and granted for him, marketing, he's going to make all kinds of money. As a football player right now, he is substandard. Yeah. He's substandard. What does he do besides run his mouth and say I'm open and everything else? He hasn't caught hardly anything, at least recently, in the last five years. And that's the thing that kills me is, you know, he had two good years where he was over 1,000 yards. He was leading the league in the catches for the Giants and everything else. But after that, he's done basically well, nothing. And, and what bothered me about what he was saying with the Browns this year, you're not even halfway through the year and he's starting to complain. You know, if you look at pro football, uh, receivers with teams go through cycles just, yeah. just like the teams themselves do. I mean, it could have been that if he stuck around and, and put his nose to the grindstone, who knows? He could have had a good yeah. second half of the year or two-thirds of the year, but, but he starts complaining about they're not throwing me the ball. And this is where he's only had one game with the Rams, and everybody said, well, watch what happened. They got absolutely uh, you know, shellacked as far as that game and everything else with the Rams uh, versus, what was it, the Cardinals without uh, yeah. without without Kyler Murray, and they still got absolute – killed as far as that stuff is concerned and so that's the thing are the Rams for real um, the Rams are not what everybody wants the Rams to be they've won a bunch of different games in the first half of the season uh, but they're starting to show up Aaron Donald's still good so you got a little bit of stuff the back end is not great right now and offensively well uh, they're having some struggles to protect the quarterback well, that's what I was going to say the thing that's, that, that's I've noticed the last two games is up until then uh, Stafford's getting all kinds of time to throw. These last two weeks, he has yeah. been he's been beat up. And that's where you start to see a lot of different things have been basically happening. And who knows if they'll maybe be able to get on track. Uh, but we'll see kind of what's been going on with them. And I'd, I'd be honest right now, I think the Rams can make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll be much after the first, first round if they get past that going forward. And then the last one right here are – the Green Bay Packers or the Packers back after a 17 nothing win over the Seattle Seahawks. And most people said it was kind of boring. Granville standards don't care. They ended up running the ball, doing what they can. This is one of those things where I'll be honest, and this is where people just, they've watched the Cardinals, they've watched the Rams, they've seen all this. And Aaron Rodgers had all his wonderful off-the-field stuff that he's been paying for and nobody's been talking about it. Uh, the Packers are sneaky good right now. Where I, like I said, I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. They're right now in week 11. They're probably one of the top three teams in the football in the NFL right now because their defense is better than people will give them credit for. Because they're not going to you know shut you out, but they're not going to give up more than 10 points a game. And Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers is still doing, and they can run the ball. So. It's one of those things where they are a lot better than people will give them credit for because of the sexy picks for Arizona, Los Angeles started out like a house of fire. Aaron Rodgers was all that drama, and they said it would never last. And Green Bay's, you know, under the radar and all this stuff. So right now, 
uh, my opinion, Green Bay is probably back and make a very strong run for what's coming up here in the last half of the second half of this season in the NFL. But well, one thing, and, and, and here again, big picture, one thing you just pointed out about that, that Green Bay-Seattle game, it's low scoring. But I don't know how many people have really noticed this year how much defense is back in the NFL. You know, a couple yeah. a few years ago they were talking about, oh, it's just going to get – all they do is throw the ball and the scores are, are ridiculous, you know, high – Look at this year. These these scores in these games are not – there's not a lot of points being scored, really, in comparison to, to, to what you've had for the last several years. So yeah. defense is, is really playing a big part in the NFL this year. Yeah. More, more so than more it has so last I think it's caught back up is, is what yeah. I'm saying. And we'll see what basically happens. It goes in cycles. But we'll yeah. see what the second half and the weeks continue yeah. on here with the NFL kind of moving forward. And then on the other football front here in college football, we had another release of the playoffs where Georgia, Bama are still one and two, Oregon, Ohio State basically going round and round and round, and everybody's getting upset with Cincinnati being ten and zero. Look, I'm just going to be honest here, and I'll just be, you know, brutal about this uh, as far as this point kind of moving forward. You know, Oregon, um, I don't see Oregon getting in. Utah, they're at Utah. Utah's actually favored this week. Uh, to beat Oregon. I don't see Oregon getting in right now. I really don't. So they'll drop out. Uh, one team that you may be surprised to kind of see that might actually creep into this because here's the deal. All we got left is Georgia and Alabama. They're going to play each other in the SEC title game more and more likely than not unless the Iron Bowl or Arkansas this week trips them up. But you also have Ohio State playing Michigan four and six. Those four teams are going to cancel each other out somewhere. Two out of those four are not going to be able to qualify uh, after the end of this one of those season. One of those situations could happen this week. Correct. You're <laughs> we'll talk about that in a few minutes. In a second, yeah. <laughs> one of those could happen this particular week as far as everything else kind of moving forward with all that stuff combined. Cincinnati, again, talked about it where they just don't have the strength to schedule. I'll be honest, one team looking at down here, Oklahoma State may have a chance here to sneak their way into it. Notre Dame is ranked higher than them, but Notre Dame doesn't play a championship game, which the committee has said multiple times, if you don't play a, a championship game, it makes a huge difference. And you can watch them uh, basically slowly creep up because the Pac-12, Oregon loses, Pac-12 has no credibility, no shot whatsoever. Ohio State, Michigan are going to play each other here in about a week and a half, two weeks, and they're going to cancel each other out because whoever loses that one, uh, is going to be completely out of the running altogether, and then they got to play the Big Ten championship uh, again, kind of moving forward with all those different things. So I don't see a whole lot of movement into next week. Uh, yeah, the only the only thing the only thing I see there that would be interesting is you just don't know is uh, let's let's say that it does come down to Georgia and Alabama, um, and Georgia happened to beat Alabama. Does the two-loss Alabama still get in? I think it, they do. It, well, it, it's well, it depends on what happens below there. And it depends on what the score is. I mean, yeah, that's, obviously that's true, too. Be, that's obviously going to be. Cause right now, and I think a one-loss Georgia goes regardless. Yeah. I, th I think if Alabama beats, beats Georgia, Georgia, they're still not, there. Georgia's in there regardless. And there again, score would have something to do with no, that. For sure, uh, without a doubt. But, but some of those down below, I'm like you, those, those next five to six teams, seven teams, there's so much that could happen with that. Yep. You're just grasping at straws right oh, yeah. now. And that's where – and then the other thing that's been happening here with the NCAA that nobody's been paying attention to because nobody really cares uh, <laughs> is – and they will care, though, and they'll tell you why here in a second – 
is the NCAA rewriting their constitutions. This is one of the things that's kind of gone under the radar because football season is happening right now. It's not going to be finalized until later on in the year, but what people have not paid attention to is the NCAA uh, and its thing called the Knight Commission, which is a group of people that are helping to rewrite this constitution from 43 pages to 18. They're creating this thing that's called the CARE model. Now, here's basically essentially what's going on here with the CARE model as far as this stuff goes. Uh, with this, and I'll kind of put it in a nutshell because we don't have time to go through the whole breakdown. Basically, NCAA will have an oversight committee. Conferences will be allowed to basically monitor and police themselves unless they get turned into their oversight committee. But here's where the kicker is going to be. Now, this is again just preemptive, and this I don't I don't think it'll happen this way. This care model, C A R E, is basically saying that everybody gets equal distribution of funds, equal distribution of money, and it's 100% <laughs> equality of men and women's sports, and everybody has to show every single penny, and every sport is equal. So if Alabama football yeah, raises well, Alabama yeah. football raises $150 million, that $150 million has to be spread equally amongst every single sport. So women's lacrosse team is now about to get an influx of money that they've never seen before. Yeah, right. Will this happen Right now, it's being written this way. Now, will it be negotiated? Yeah, you're absolutely right. If this goes in this way, where every single penny has to be accounted for and everybody has to be equal down to the dollar, well, you're going to see a lot of people start to leave to create a new 32-team or well, football league. To me, this, this, is, this is no different. I was watching the other day. It's been played a million times. So I was watching the college 150th anniversary thing and specifically the episode that talked about TV and, yeah. and what everybody thought would happen when, when college when, when they started broadcasting all these TV that it would be the end of college football right. as we knew it all the people in power said that everybody said it and it was completely wrong the same thing with this if you don't think let's just say this passes exactly like you laid out if you don't think they're going to find ways around that well here's the thing though they're going to find ways around it, but the thing about it, as it's written, and the way I've read this, the 16-page document that's already out there that nobody's listening to right now, and I'm going to be honest, we've talked about this economically, this is socialism as a redistribution of wealth. Well, Because everybody's getting 100% equal no matter what you put into it. Now, again, do I think this will happen? Oh, absolutely not. And if it does go through and votes in this way, you're going to see people start to jettison and just drop the NCAA, at well, least from football, and they're going to create a brand new. But, but, but in essence, else. in essence, you kind of had that happen in football anyway over the past several years with playoff formats and things like that. I mean, the NCAA rules applied, but you still had. Yeah, but the rules. I mean, the, the breaking of the rules and stuff is really not going to be the changing. What's changing in here, as far as when you read this, is the distribution of money well, and revenue afterwards. Because literally, if you have an Alabama or any SEC team or any football team in general that generates tens of millions of dollars in money from TV contracts and everything else, every single penny of that has to be split evenly. Every single dollar has right. to be evenly split among whereas, every whereas sport. Now, now, TV, at least inside most of the conferences, TV generally is split that way. Well, uh, but no, see, you're not understanding. No, 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 I, I understand. Now, you're talking about all revenue that they raise. Even TV money. Even right. TV money is split amongst every single sport is the idea right. here. 
that's not going to fly. What I will think eventually is going to happen is it's going to get reworded and negotiated saying everybody gets a different, an equal percentage. Yeah. You're not going to get the exact same. Football is not going to get the same budget as tennis budget right. would get as far as that stuff. I think well, to me – this is something that's going to rear its ugly head in the summertime yeah. because people are going to need something to talk about. Because that's when they have time to, to, to do nothing else but that. Yeah. One other thing real quick with that, but then it kind of goes back along the same lines I was talking about with the, uh, the you know, they said, oh, televising all, this, all these games a week other than one game a week. Do you honestly? And I can remember growing up, one college football game a week was well, all that was broadcast. You remember when I grew up? I mean, when I grew up, you know, with you, it was two games. You had the, right. Well, when we were growing up in the full sports yeah. down here below the below the certain uh, the, the slope below a certain parallel on the latitude line, you had JP Pilot and you had the yeah. ACBS, right. and that was it. And that was it. And yeah. now it's yeah, anything, and everything, streaming, but anything, and everything. Here's the other thing. So that never came to be. I, I think. Yeah, a lot of this is going to come out what you say. A lot of that's going to happen, but I don't think it'll happen in, in well, the way it's written now. People are going to. It, exactly like what's happening right now. My other example of this is, oh, everybody was scared to death about name, image, and likeness. Yeah. That's blowing up in their faces right yeah, now. Everybody's. That, that is blowing up. It's, it's, it's just. This is where it's going to be fine because everybody's not going to really have an issue with the enforcement of rules. Where right. literally. The NCAA is an oversight committee. The conferences do what they want. Yeah. They create it. They follow these basic five guidelines. Where there's going to come a stink is how the money is split after the yeah. fact. That's yeah. going to be the yeah. issue. It's always, but like I said, if this thing goes through and the NCAA Constitution does this care model where every revenue, one, is 100% transparent, which is fine, but two, is equal down to the penny, you have lost your mind if you think yeah. these people are going to accept this because they're just going to basically leave the NCAA saying, we're going to start our own, yeah. own thing yeah. and we'll just leave and go off and do their own stuff. So that's something that's kind of going under the radar right now that you'll probably hear it from us first because nobody's really paying attention to it. But I promise you it'll come out about April or May when they have the final vote if that equal revenue split goes down, which I don't see it going down as it's written right now. We're literally, after everything's said and done, can't have like over fifty million dollars for football, and literally the high everybody gets the same budgetary money. So literally, yeah. women's swimming yeah. gets the same budget as football does. Doesn't mean they spend it all, but they get the same budget. All right, and that's where you see a lot of craziness kind of get in. But we'll see what kind of goes down. So that kind of leads into talking about money and distribution stuff. Our fixings for the week for football and kind of betting on a few things. So we'll start with. The National Football League for us. Uh, no, excuse me. We'll start with college this week. We'll go college first. And well, college stinks this week. College. This, mean, it's the sisters of the poor week for a lot not, of people. It depends on what you're looking at. If you like to bet and you want to find some random moves to bet on, it's not terrible. There's some big not, point spreads. Let's there put are it that some way. big point spreads that you can make some money off of. But the quality Hopefully of, you can make some money. The quality of matchups are lacking. You are yeah, I, I, I tried to that. stay away from those sister of the poor yeah. games as but, much as uh, I could. Yeah. One game, my first one this week that I'm looking at is I'm going to take Arkansas plus 20 and a half at Alabama. I was uh, tempted on that one. Yep. I, I like your pick. Yeah. I do like that I, pick. I don't think Arkansas wins, but I no. do believe Arkansas covers. I think they lose by 17, but that's less than 20 and a half. 
Yeah. So that's my first. I would really team. feel that way if it were at Arkansas. Oh yeah, if it was in Fayetteville, uh, it, it, it's going to be close. But I think I think they could. I, I like your pick. I like yeah, that. All right, pick. What's your first fixing for college? Well, I'll lay off on my big one to the end. Make that uh, one the last one, yeah. There. Yeah, right. uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin minus nine and a half versus Nebraska. I think they're still in Lincoln. Uh, I think. I think. Let's look down here. Oh, yeah, it's, it's in Madison. Yeah, it's in Madison. So, so that's another. I reason. think Nebraska continues to uh, have issues, and I think Wisconsin. You know, you, you're playing. You're playing there. Uh, well, this is one of the things, and I haven't checked the weather as far as Wisconsin's getting better and better. But here's the other thing. Here's why I'll disagree with you on this one. Have you looked at every single Nebraska loss this year? Well, yeah, yeah. It hasn't been more than three points. I understand that. So, and Wisconsin has vehemently this year, when it comes to a Big Ten game that worth anything, they've not performed. Well, so we'll see. We'll see. So I don't, I don't mind that pick at nine. It's, I think that's a little high for my blood, but we'll see how it goes now. My next one here, as far as my stuff, I'm taking another dog right here. When I saw this. Uh, Cal Stanford, the anniversary as it is every year of the game. Oh, yeah. Cal minus okay. two and a half. I'm taking Stanford to win that and cover two and a half overall because Cal is still Cal and Stanford is still Stanford, man. Stanford is always going to be able to run the ball with David Shaw and some other different kinds of things. And Cal's not great right now as far as a lot of different things defensively. So I'm taking Stanford to cover and probably win outright overall on that one. So that's my second fixing for, for college football. What's your second fixing? My next one is Texas plus three at West Virginia. You know, I saw that one myself. Now, uh, there, my, my thinking on this is yep. it's going to go – it's either going to be really good or really bad really for bad, Texas. Yeah. you got to figure after how they really – I mean, Kansas, good yeah. gosh, that was against Kansas. So, yeah. what's the mindset? Is the mindset going to be we're going to turn this ship around? Or, and both of these teams have been disappointing this year. Yeah, uh, they they both have been disappointing this year. So, I, I'm just laying on the fact that I think Texas is is going to be fired up about what happened. Uh, but but the, it's going to be a, it's it's going to be you know two sides of a coin there with them. I don't know. But my gut tells me they're going to come and play a good game. Yeah. All right. So, my third fixing for this week is Florida State at Boston College. I'm taking Boston College minus two. I'm taking Boston College to win by more than two. This is one of those things where everybody saw Florida State play Miami and it got better and better. Boston College is another one of those teams that is sneaky under the radar, and I think two points is too little. I think they win by a touchdown. So, I'm taking Boston College at Boston College in the cold at noon to be able to cover Good point. at Florida State. Good point. Yeah. Those, those Florida boys aren't going to like that. It's not fun in the cold weather too much. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully for me, the sun won't be shining and that will help them out. So what's your third college Well, my, my third pick is two teams that are used to cold weather and, yeah. and don't really care about it and probably like it. I'm going to take Michigan State plus 19 versus Ohio State. All right. Um, somebody is going to come out, you know, and, and obviously everybody's thinking, well, Michigan State's already lost once. They're going to lose again. But Ohio State seems to have the proclivity of, of dropping the ball again somewhere along the way. And if it's not this game, uh, we'll, be, we'll see. It'll be somewhere. It could be when they play Michigan. Well, 
See, I think it might be this one because they don't lose the old khaki pants in Michigan. Well, right I know, now. but 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 I think if nothing else, getting 19 points, I oh, think Michigan State will cover. Big, I think that's a big. I think Michigan one. State I think will Ohio cover. State can win by 10. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, know I think 19. they can too. So yeah, I like uh, the, I, I like the points. I that's like one of those. Either I've got the hook deep in my mouth, or I'm yeah. going to win. So I don't exactly. know. All right, so now we'll get to the uh, NFL portion of our fixings for this week. So my first one kind of going for this, and I don't know, I've been riding them for a little while, but they always seem to be kind of helping me out. Even this has kind of shifted when I put my money down as far as this stuff. But I got Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore was minus 6.5. It's now moved to minus (coughs) 4.5. So people are liking what's going with Baltimore, but I'm taking Chicago. I got Chicago at minus 6.5. So if you You listen to this – you need to get it while it's hot because Baltimore's still dropping as the weeks go by. Yeah, and, and Chicago is certainly playing better. I've, I've yeah. watched them, uh, you know, being able to have the wonderful red zone yeah. uh, NFL. Oh, yeah. You can really get a feel for, for what these teams are doing. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're playing much better. So. That's my first one. What's, That's your pick. First, what's your first one? Uh, my first one's going to be the 49ers minus six and a half versus the Jags. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Right I mean, there. they're coming. They're coming to the. They're coming across country, but I still think, I still think, and they and they're starting to play yeah. much better. Much right better now, as too. far as everything else. And, and Jacksonville's getting a little better, but, but not enough. Not, not enough. enough to cover. It's this. not enough to cover that. No. Yeah. My second one, uh, again, another one right here that's kind of being deceptive. But here's the issue that a lot of people are going to kind of find back and forth as far as this. I got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh against uh, L.A. Chargers. I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover uh, right now with uh, minus six for L.A., so plus six for Pittsburgh. I like them to be able to cover that, and this is where everybody's Big Ben playing or not. We'll kind of see. L.A. is one of those teams right now that's just kind of slowly up and down. going yeah. up and down, yeah. and they're kind of going down on the other side. So I like well, Ben Pittsburgh. should be out of COVID protocol. We'll see. Yeah, it's supposed, it's supposed to be. To be. Time-wise, he should if be. If Big Ben gets in there, you're going to watch yeah. that line drop uh, even faster. Yeah, so we'll I'd, see. I'd, I'd block that pick. Yeah. What's your second NFL fix? Bills that? versus the Colts. Bills minus two. Is it minus two? No, it's minus seven. Oh, it's now. minus – no, it is. I'm sorry. I can't read yeah. my writing. It's minus seven. So, you like the Bills? I do. Win. All right. I do, like, I do like them. I think, I, think, I think what I have seen is happening to Carson Wentz during, over the course of a game. Yeah. People are figuring him out. And Carson – Tends to make some bad decisions. decisions. Yep. Bad decisions. And the Bills are for real. Oh, yeah. The Bills are pretty big and good. And then here's the next one right here that we'll finish up with. Mine's going to be Dallas at Kansas City. Now, we'll talk about this for just a second. Uh, Kansas City's minus two and a half. I'm taking Dallas plus two and a half to cover. Now, everybody says, oh, Dallas is real. This is where they're going to show up. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to continue this along with this. The Browns are who the Browns are, and the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys do. <laughs> they will win this game. They might win it very handily because at Arrowhead, that's why the Chiefs are getting favored because at Arrowhead, something to win. And the and Cowboys they, will probably get to the playoffs this Cowboys year. The Cowboys will probably get to the playoffs. But, but what do they do? They lose in the playoffs. <laughs> so they may go on and win the next eight games in yeah. a row. I don't know. But the Cowboys are going to do what the Cowboys always do. But – I like the Cowboys this week to be able to cover. So if you don't care about the Cowboy fanship and you want to worry about your wallet and your pocketbook first, 
I'd put money on the Cowboys to be able to cover the two and a half. Oh yeah, uh, and win that. I so think what's so. your third fixing? My, third? I'm taking the Cards minus two and a half versus Seattle. That's I like that. I one. I, I I don't. There's there's problems in Seattle. And, there and are, of course, yeah, Russell Wilson showed a little rust coming out of that, but he's not getting a lot of support. And uh, uh, I th- and here again, I think the Cards are for real. Uh, Cardinals are pretty good. And the thing about the Cardinals is. Um, they're still not healthy. Right. They're still playing okay. They're not yeah. playing great, but they're playing good enough, I think, to beat Seattle because Seattle's got a huge problem on defense. they got even bigger problems on offense right now uh, where they just can't and get Cardinals defense is, is – And they're doing is, with, is, even without J.J. Watt. Yeah, exactly. And these other cats yeah. that they have kind of moving yeah. forward. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. Right now, you guys are listening to the mediocre men where we're just basically <laughs> riding 500 and above. So, who knows, though? But if you put your right money at the right time, 500 gets you a lot of extra dollars to spend for your vices. Or anything All you got to do is hit one. All you got to do is hit one. And right now, we're I mean, batting you know, one if, for two. If you took one of our winning bets and yep, bet all it. your money on that. So, odds uh, are with a flip of a coin or better, we're what we're laying with right here. So, hopefully, guys, we can listen to us and we've enjoyed it this week. We'll try to continue this as we go. But stuff gets in the way of the fools every now and then. But we'll try to keep pontificating upon everything. We hope you guys have enjoyed what we're uh, dishing out this week. Again, this has been the original Fool Land. Papa Fool. Coming to you guys from the Fool's Forest here at the base of Viking and Valley Ignorant Ridge. Remember, anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to us. Just look for T-B-F-O-O-L-S, T-B Fools. And then anywhere it says the Backwards Fools, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Amazon Music, you name it, we're out there on there for you guys to be able to stream and invade your ear canals to be able to listen to us. So, again, catch y'all on the flip side. Hope you've enjoyed it and talk to you soon.